Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Welcome to the show, folks. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'm fired up. I am, uh, in fact, I'm a little fussy. It's stupidity. And that means I've got a lot to be fussy about. I mean, the amount of stupidity right now is absolutely shocking. The stupidity that I'm seeing is all over the place, but I want to start out with some real stupid. And if you ever really want to find stupid, Twitter is a wonderful place to go. Now, there's some brilliance on Twitter. There's a lot of good stuff on Twitter at this point, but there's also a lot of bad stuff. Uh, right now, I am looking at a guy who's an absolute moron. Uh, his name is Eric Feigelding. Uh, we're just going with Eric the Dingling. And he is apparently an epidemiologist and health economist. And I believe he's a uh, Harvard, uh, Harvard guy or I don't know. Former Harvard, uh, he's some sort of a professor or something. So Eric Dingling, right? Eric the Dingling, Dr. Eric the Dingling, posts last night, okay? Posting on Twitter, he is upset. He says, damn it, folks. Deaths doubled. Hospital tripled. Emergency room visits quadrupled. We are in a sharp surge in ER visits hospital admissions, and even deaths due to the horrible COVID-19. It's damn published data, but nobody in the media is talking about the numbers. Why? The state is over 12 days old, too. No excuse. We still have super dense folks quibbling if this is a surge or not, and quibbling if we should even test anymore. A sharp 2x rise in deaths and 4x rise in ER visits, nothing to worry about. Don't be a ghoul. Think of others, too. Have empathy for your family members and neighbors, and think of long COVID risk, too. Each reinfection adds to the cumulative risk of long COVID, which CDC says long COVID can last months or even years. He goes on, but I'm going to stop there. This man is a moron. He is an absolute buffoon. I am now stupider for everything he said. I'm going to tell you why, but I want to finish reading his tweet, right? And I want to stop, but this guy said, death and chaos and carnage, it's everywhere. We're all going to die, right? COVID is destroying the universe. Now wait, here's the rest of his tweet. Oh, and CDC, Gov, Try to put prevention first, not just a hand wave about having the tools and merely cheap talk about hand washing, CDC Director Cohen. Like many other parents, my child also caught COVID early last week, and so I am very pissed off parent. Stop putzing around. The Biden White House, CDC, state, cities, workplaces, schools all need to take this seriously, super seriously. And for the love of God, use N95 masks in all hospitals, doctors, offices, plus clean indoor air is not political. Get HEPA filters and cheap Corsi boxes in all the schools and workplaces, I beg you. Hashtag COVID is not over, mask up, uh, clean air for all. Uh, Eric Dingling is an idiot. So Eric Dingling, who uh, is apparently one of the worst epidemiologists on the planet, 
because he he has the title epidemiologist and uh you know took a bunch of stuff that he talked about here that it would i would you would assume that he was looking at numbers right so but but epidemiology uh is like every other field that you can be an epidemiologist and still be an idiot eric dingling is an example eric the dingling after talking about all of the things that are happening and all the death numbers and telling us how we need to all be wearing N95 masks and doing all these things, then says, like many other parents, my child also caught COVID early last week, and so I am a very pissed off parent. So Eric the Dingling presumably has his child backs to the max, presumably has his child wearing an N95 mask and has HEPA filters up his rear, and his child still caught COVID. Eric the Dingling apparently hasn't looked or made the connection, the epidemiological connection yet, between the fact that if you've gotten the jab, you're more likely to get COVID. Oh, did Ren say that? I'm sure Eric the Dingling would tell me, no, that's that's conspiracy theory, except it's not. And the only reason that he would re- not realize that it's true is because the numbers he's talking about are all from the same people who've been lying to you from the beginning. The CDC numbers are garbage, folks. All of the numbers that we're seeing are garbage. Everything we're seeing is absolute trash. It is absolute ridiculous. If it's from our government, it's a lie. We just had a story in the Daily Mail talking about a study that showed that 90 plus percent of people that were called COVID deaths were not COVID deaths. I want to say it's 99%. I don't have the story in front of me. But a vast majority of deaths that were attributed to COVID weren't COVID. And that's because of the mechanism that they have for counting COVID deaths. We changed the mechanism for counting deaths for COVID, and it is unique. All deaths are counted the same way except for COVID. If you died with COVID, then you died from COVID on your death certificate. It doesn't matter. And you don't have to prove that someone had COVID. If they might have had COVID, if they could have had COVID, you are to record COVID as the cause of death on your death certificate. So all of Eric the Dingling's epidemiological data is garbage. Now, this isn't me guessing. I've presented this to court. I've got the government documents that say this. I can back this up under oath and in front of anybody. And Eric the Dingling, who is an epidemiologist, is apparently too stupid to realize this. He's also apparently too stupid to realize that despite all of these measures that he's taken, his kid still got COVID. I presume you're taking all these measures, Eric the Dingling. So Eric the Dingling, can you please tell me why it is that you think the rest of us should? Your advice didn't work for your kid. Why the hell do you think I should worry about it for myself? N95 masks don't work. We know they don't work. I worked with some of the top experts in the field on the planet, not doctors or epidemiologists like Eric the Dingling, who doesn't look at good data or actually challenge the validity of the data given to him as long as it's given to him by the government. I work with actual experts, real experts who do real work in fields like industrial hygiene, which is the the field that would study whether or not a mask would work. And they've told me in no uncertain terms, masks don't work. 
they don't stop the spread of viruses. And in fact, they may actually make it worse by breaking down the viral particles into smaller particles, which would then float in the air longer and get deeply, more deeply embedded in your lungs. So Eric the Dingling uh, is out here preaching misinformation. Eric the Dingling is an idiot in every sense of the word, yet Eric the Dingling has hundreds of thousands of followers and is probably promoted. And Eric the Dingling's tweet will get a lot more views than mine because mine is shadow banned because I have freedom of speech, not reach, on Twitter. Eric the Dingling can lie all he wants because it fits the mainstream narrative, and so he can put out misinformation, and he will be allowed to be seen by as many people as can see him. In fact, he may actually be boosted. Eric the Dingling is literally what's wrong with our country. You have a, a apparently a PhD, and it says doctor, right? Dr. Eric Ding, a ling. Uh, the epidemiologist and health consultant or economist. I don't know what his PhD is in, but apparently he's a very bad epidemiologist. I mean, the first thing that you would do, and I'm not an epidemiologist. I have taken some epidemiology courses at the master's level. So I'm very familiar with the field and I do an immense amount of work related to interpreting epidemiology in my legal practice. And so, you know, I may not be a PhD in it, but what I can tell you is that if you're a very, very low level, basic uh, amateur epidemiologist, one of the first things that you're, you learn is to check the data integrity. I mean, you can analyze data till the cows come home. If the integrity of the data you're analyzing is crap, then whatever you get out of your analysis is also going to be crap. And his data was crap. Much like his analysis. He's wrong. We don't have a sharp rise due to COVID, and the testing won't do any good. Perhaps we should use the testing the way that we did before and run a PCR test at 40 cycles, which even Anthony Fauci has admitted doesn't work. Kerry Mullis has said you can't detect COVID or you can't detect a disease using PCR tests. It doesn't work. He said it doesn't work. Kerry Mullis, the guy who invented PCR, said this. But Eric the Dingling wants us to test everybody and wear N95 masks and do all the things that didn't work for his kid. This guy's a moron. Further, he then goes on and says, oh, stop with the nonsense about vaccines not working. They still work, albeit waning in need for booster against new variants. Unvaccinated folks, meanwhile, uh, uh, have a 3x higher hospital risk. Oh, they do? I got news for you. I got government documents showing that all of the hospitalized people are vaxxed. That's bullcrap. This guy's a liar and an idiot. Vaccinated people are the ones that are sick. And by the way, I thought you said your kid got COVID. Is your kid not vaxxed? I'm sure you poisoned your child who's probably going to sadly be sick forever. I mean... This guy, is, this guy is absolutely an embarrassment to humanity. And to call this guy a scientist, for anybody to look at what this guy's saying, I mean, listen, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a super scientist. But I challenge you to argue with anything that I've just said. I challenge you to, to show me that the data that he's referencing has any integrity at all. You can't. 
See, this guy, he puts on that PhD where he's getting his funding from NIH or whoever he's getting his funding from, and he's lying to you folks and trying to convince you what's going on here. But let me tell you what's really happening. He's a bought and paid for shill who's using a PhD and talking about things as though he's an expert that you don't need to be an expert to talk about, right? If they tell me the hospitals uh, hospitalizations are up by 3x, but they're using PCR tests that don't work, I don't have to be a genius to know that's garbage. If they tell me that deaths are doubled, but the way that they count deaths is improper, well, then his statistic doesn't mean anything. That's exactly what he did. Emergency rooms visits quadrupled. Okay. So what? What's that got to do with COVID? How do you know it's COVID? More importantly, how do you know that it's not COVID as a result of the vaccine? Because that's what we're really seeing. There are people getting sick. They're the vaccinated. The more you get jabbed, the more sick you get. I mean, these vaccines, they, they, they ruin your immune system. They make you more susceptible to COVID. I've been talking about that since 2021. But Eric the Dingling, the paid shill and crook for pharma, he, he apparently can't see this stuff. He's an idiot. I am now stupider for having read his tweet. I'm sorry, folks. I know that I'm fussy on this one, but that really irked the hell out of me. By the way, I did respond. Um, and uh, my response, let me see. I uh, I shared his post and I responded to it. And uh, uh, my response was, wait, this guy's kid said he probably forced a mask and certainly has jabbed with mod RNA, mRNA poison have COVID. How could that be? His precautions don't work, but he wants to force them on us again. I call BS. This guy's telling me how to start, uh, how to stay safe. Can't keep his kids safe. He can kiss my rear end and hide in his basement. Well, I let the sun shine on my mask-free, unvaxxed, healthy face. This liar, question mark, crook, question mark, or ignorant, question mark. By the way, let's not overlook the numbers he just mentioned were published under the same rules that we just found out resulted in way over 90% of the COVID deaths actually being caused by something else. Sometimes when people talk, I swear it makes the world a dumber place, and that is how I feel, folks. Uh, this guy made the world a dumber place. But for every moment that I find a moron like this, I do find other people that give me a little bit of hope. Famed cardiologist Anish Koka has expressed his regret at regurgitating the party line on mRNA vaccines being safe and effective for young people, vowing he would never behave in the same way in a similar condition. Koka, a cardiologist with degrees from Penn State and Temple University, trained at Jefferson Health, said he certainly saw an increase in heart conditions at his Philadelphia clinic after the vac mRNA vaccines were rolled out in mass, like many of us in the cardiology community did. It's undeniable, he stressed. He was regretful for his personal role in propagandizing for the vaccines. And uh, I want to publicly state, not that he cares, I'm not, you know, I'm not that important, but I want to publicly state my admiration for Dr. Anish Koka. It's tough to publicly admit that you make a, made a mistake, especially when you're all in on something. And I got to tell you, I have a lot of respect for this guy. Having the courage after, after you know, all this. And this is his profession, right? This is his profession. This is his field. For him to come out and admit that he made a mistake, big shot in the field like that, 
That's a big deal. That's a very big deal. And I have a lot of respect for that. And I appreciate that. And I, uh, I just don't have anything but good things to say about that. All right. Uh, and this is what, this is what we've got to do though, folks. You know, idiots like uh, Dr. Dingling, we've got to call them out and uh, we've got to just, you know, point out the stupidity. But if someone actually recognizes what's going on, we've got to welcome them back in the fold with respect and love. Because here's the deal. Uh, if you're choosing to actively lie and bury your head and it's causing injury to others, I got to deal with you, right? I got to go after you. If you recognize that you made a mistake, then you're no longer choosing to do something wrong. And you're not someone that I, that I think we need to go after. We need to commend you. Dr. Coca recognized he made a mistake. And to, I mean, this is such a phenomenal thing. I can't say enough good about someone who has the courage to wreck it. We all make mistakes, every one of us, every one of us. But this guy had the courage to recognize it and to correct it. God bless him. I, I wish him the very best. And uh, I, I think it's wonderful that he's doing this. And uh, kudos to him. Kudos to him. Let's hope Dingling figures it out too. Support us at the Tom Renz Show, the America Out Loud Network, and TomRenz.com. We'll be right back. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix Rx. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Welcome back, everybody. Okay, so... I want to move on uh, from people like Dr. Dingling to uh, the Donald and to the elections and to what we got to do about things because things are going to hell in this country. I think that goes without saying. So my buddy Wayne Allen Root, 
I like Wayne. Wayne is a, uh, yeah, but he's just, he's a good dude, right? Um, definitely a, uh, an outspoken character, and I like that he does that. Well, Wayne has an article out uh, in uh, Root for America, and he, it says, uh, if Trump doesn't win in 2024, he won't just be the last Republican president ever. He'll be the last Republican, period. And I thought this was a fascinating take on things. And I think Wayne Allen is dead right, right? Dead right. Let's look at this, right? Let's talk about how serious things really are. Look at J6. You've got a bunch of guys who didn't really do anything. I mean, there might have been a couple people that broke a couple minor laws, but they're in jail for a lot longer than murderers and rapists and, and drug dealers and things like that uh, for protesting, for exercising their right to free speech, for really doing something that ought to have been protected right up until, you know, I mean, the break-in. But the problem is, is there was no break-in. There was a bunch of FBI agents and Capitol policemen waving them in. I mean, they were waved in. You can't arrest someone for trespassing when they weren't trespassing. They were waved in. I mean, this is mind-blowing. Uh, let's look at what's happening to lawyers who stood up for election. Sidney Powell and all these guys, Rudy. I mean, they're all getting, they're all getting sued and attacked and uh, criminal charges. And look what they're doing to Trump. Criminal charges, because he didn't follow what the globalists wanted, and so they want to arrest him so he can't be president again. There is a war against freedom and against the things that made up our country. The things that make our country uh, great, the things that are foundational to our country. There is a war against Donald Trump. Now, interestingly enough, Trump has ended up embodying this war, right? Trump is the guy. Not because... Uh, I like Trump. I, I like what he does. I don't know him, but I like I liked him as a president. But the problem is, is it wasn't that he's perfect, and it wasn't that he has never made a mistake. It's that he didn't buy the narrative, and he took a different path, and it just made good common logical sense. He wasn't a crook, and he was willing to fight back. So these guys hate that. They can't push evil if you got someone who's who's honest in the White House. That's no good. So they have to destroy him, and they're terrified of him. You know, if there's a Trump 2024 victory, there's going to be people, I'm guessing, and I'm just telling you, based on the evidence that I have, the documents, the paperwork, the stuff that I've found and uncovered, I think there's a real, real honest case to be made that there are people who have arguably committed treason and who, who probably, probably were responsible for murder on a massive scale, I think there's people that could end up in jail for life and maybe even some at the end of a rope. I don't know. After a fair trial. I mean, these people know that they broke massive laws. They've waged war against humanity on a global scale. And they're terrified because if Trump comes back, he's got nothing to lose and he can't be bought and he's mad. They're terrified of Donald Trump, which means I like Donald Trump because that's what we need. Right. So they're doing everything. But the thing that they're talking about that Wayne Allen is talking about here is what happens if he loses? What happens if they put him in jail and keep him off the ballot or do any of these other corrupt things that the Democrats are trying to do out of the fear that he might he would get reelected? Because, listen, the reality is, is that Trump is 
I mean, and and uh, Wayne Allen says this. You know, he's up by a million points in the primary polls. Unless they outright steal it or ban him from the the ballot, he wins every time, right? So Trump is, yeah. I mean, he's coronated already. I mean, he he's the he's the king of the Republicans. Uh, the rhinos don't like it. The Uniparty doesn't like it. Mitch McConnell hates it. But you know, uh, he's as far as the people are concerned, he's the man. So assuming that the rhinos don't just, uh, you know, try and block him from being a part of the party, he will be the nominee. And then, and Wayne Allen asked the question, I think it's valid. You know, what are Nikki Haley and DeSantis and Christie, what are these guys doing? I mean, all they're doing is taken away from Trump. Why don't they fall in line? If they're good, loyal Republicans, they want what the people want, then they ought to support the guy. I mean, he's winning by a trillion points. I mean, the idea that he can't win at this point is ridiculous. And the more the Democrats do, the more they're cementing his position and show everybody how necessary it is that he does win. So, you know, what is Chris Christie doing other than trying to get money and line his own pockets? You know, I don't know. They're not a whole lot. But uh, these guys are still there. But worse, you've got to understand, the Democrats have already shown that they have no respect for our Constitution or our law. They're changing it. They're altering it. The judges are ignoring it. Uh, you know, we've got some of these left-wing judges that don't even sort of care about the actual law. We've got, I mean, the, they're the party of corruption. The Democrats are the party of corruption. And uh, followed closely by the rhino wing of the Republican Party. But uh, the, the Democrats are the party of the corruption. And uh, they're doing whatever they need to do to destroy freedom and to destroy Donald Trump and to protect their honeypots. So if Donald Trump cannot win in 2024, if they steal it from him, where does that leave us as a country? Where does that leave us? I mean, I don't think it leaves us anywhere good. I don't see anything positive coming from it. I mean, to me, what this looks like is if Donald Trump uh, loses in 2024, uh, you're going to have the, the party of corruption, the Democrats, will do whatever they can to finish the job. We're being killed as a nation right now. Our nation, our freedom is being destroyed and killed. They're going to finish that job if they win this election. You know, I heard back many years ago, oh, it's the most important election of our lifetime. I heard that forever. Uh, this is. This really is. There will not be an America that we recognize if we don't win this. Uh, you know, the globalists are terrified. They're on their heels. So they're trying to move Agenda 2030 way up. Mark my words. The second the 2024 election is over, and some of this will happen before, you're going to see some major, major chaos before the 2024 election. By 2024, by the end of that, by 2025, if Donald Trump is no longer, is not the president, mark my word, folks, you should be scared. What I'm seeing, what other stuff I'm getting, I'm scared about it, folks. Uh, I don't get scared, right? I get mad, I fight, and that's what I do. This scares me a little bit. Um, not for me, because I'll just fight, but I'm scared for my kids, scared for my families, my friends, my people around me. I'll fight till the end. I don't care if I die on the hill. But... It scares me what's going to happen to the people that I love. Because I'll fight, but I don't know if I can preserve their life 
the way that it is now. I don't mean that they're going to be murdered necessarily. I mean that, that you know, the, our way of life is going to be destroyed. It's going to be epically shattered. You're going to see CBDCs. You're going to see vaccine mandates. You're going to be required to, to get them. They're going to poison our food. They're poisoning our water. There's so many things bad coming down the pipe. So many. I can't even begin to describe it all. Uh, and these are things that we have good, hard intelligence on. We know what's happening. Right? I got documents. This isn't projection. This isn't a guess. It's just what they're going to do. They've told us. And Wayne Allen is right. Wayne Allen is right. If Donald Trump doesn't win, it's over. It's over. They're going to pull him out. They're going to do everything they can. They've been trying to figure out censorship. They haven't got away with it so far fully, but they're going to try. You think masks are bad? You wait and see what they're going to do. You wait and see, and you think that the Democrats won't bring them back? No, what will happen is, is they'll keep a Republican Party in place. But the Republican Party at that point will be unified as the rhino wing of the Democrats. It is no longer a true Republican Party. Trump and, and a few guys in Congress are it. There's a handful of guys in Congress and Donald Trump that are still Republicans, that are still focused on America care about America. Those guys are almost extinct. And I'm going to tell you, going into 2024, if anybody that doesn't understand that, uh, it's, it's a problem. It's a problem. And if you're a Republican, you're running for something, and you think you can play that rhino game, well, then you're worse than, than part of the problem. You are the problem. I think the whole thing is a is an awful situation for our country and our future, folks. And uh, I want to I want to tie this in with another article. This a lot of the solution is local action, but and the reason I say that is is that we have to locally get involved and turn the tide and start spreading the word to our our brother and sister Americans locally, right? You, you can't believe the media. You can't believe this. You can't believe that. Everybody lies. You've got to communicate with each other directly. You've got to get together. Your churches do this, do that. you got to start spreading the truth. When, when we give you guys documents, when we're sharing evidence online, you know, Twitter, through social, wherever, you've got to start taking that and sharing that with people because they aren't going to get the truth anywhere else. And a lot of people haven't any idea how badly they've been lied to. The mainstream media is, they're not media. They're absolutely corrupt. Headline, left-wing organizations to spend over $500 million in campaign in, to influence local media. You know how you all had local newspapers years ago and they're all gone now? $500 million to influence your local nightly news. The Toledo nightly news, the Cleveland nightly news, the Indianapolis nightly news. These things are going to be influenced by this $500 million. That's a lot of money for a small station. Why is that? Well, they need to get the word out locally with people that you know that they are going to be more trusted. If I sit down with you and you look me in the eye and I tell you the truth about stuff, you can see I'm telling the truth. I mean, you can look at me. You can see what I think. You can see how I feel. You can see where I am. Now, you know where it is, right? These are things that, that make a difference, and, and the leftists realize that. And they can't have county officials and, uh, you know, these local guys because they all have legal authority. So they've got to take us over at every level, including the local. 
So they're going to start trying to influence locally. They feel like they've got Washington sewed up, and they do have most state governments sewed up. So now they're trying to get local, even more local, right? That's how they keep control of the state governments, and uh, that's how they keep from localities uh, rising up like they did in Florida and some of these other places. So there's a battle for the local now, too. Uh Local influence is really the key here, right? So this, I mean, this group, 500 million, it's going, it's coming from uh, MacArthur Foundation, the Knight Foundation, just a whole group of these leftist crews that support horrible things, Planned Parenthood, all these other things, because locally, people are going to start watching for election fraud, watching for this. They've identified the issues, you know, after 2020, they saw the number of issues. They saw us fight back on COVID. They saw us fight back on uh, the election fraud. They saw us fight back on all these things. And they said, well, we can't have that. You can't have these. Nobody So you got to get these local guys and get rid of them. Because what happened is, is most of the fighters that have came out of 2020 are people like me. Nobody's from little towns, right? The big guys all sold out. It's the nobodies from little towns and the nobodies from backwater places were the ones that spoke up. So what they have to do is they have to double down on the local because control has to be universal for it to work. They can't have some people controlled and some people doing what they want. Otherwise, the people doing what they want are all over the place. They're off the reservation, right? So that's what's happening. We got these guys. They're just doing whatever they got to do. They don't care. It's, uh, it's just a nightmare. It's a nightmare. So they're going to attack locally. They're going to move the attacks to locally because they have to control the local to make sure there's no more pockets of resistance that can that can really uh, our constitution was so brilliantly written so brilliantly written and part of what the the bad guys have to do is they want to take over the country and throw the constitution out but they can't do it if the people see them doing it right because the people won't stand for it what they have to do is they have to convince you that they're doing this or that or the other for your own good and that it's not really illegal or this, or that. So if you hear what they're doing is illegal and illicit and wrong and this, that, and other, the people won't stand for it. The people will rise up. And again, the only thing the tyrants care about is we the people. They are afraid of we the people. So they need to control us. They need to eliminate those those gaps. They need to, they need to close those gaps. Those gaps where people like me and uh, so many others ran through when they locked us down and told us, yeah, stole the election. Yeah, we all fought back and we fought back hard and by doing so you know the the truth about covid's out there people don't want that mod rna poison in their veins anymore and a lot of people that got it are regretting it the truth about vaccine injuries is out there they've got so many things that are out there you know we blew the whistle on uh, the food supply you know them poisoning our food supply with these uh, mod rna vaccines um, we're blowing the whistle on election fraud. We're blowing the whistle on child trafficking, all these different things. It's we, the people that have found ways to stand up and to communicate. So they got to shut that down. And that's why they're spending 500 million on local news, because if they can lie about Donald Trump, 
to make sure that the truth, you know, that everybody stays home and, you know, that it's plausible that they're stealing the election. That seems like it's a plausible thing, that they truly did steal it. Then what they will be able to do is control the narrative from a central place. And then when they steal the election from Donald Trump, they can say, see, no, it's because, you know, everybody knows election fraud was a lie. Everybody knows COVID was terrible and, and it's Donald Trump's fault that this happened. Donald Trump's fault. I mean, that's the goal here. It's about controlling information so that they can control the narrative, make sure that there's no more people like me standing up and fighting because it's nobody's. It's we the people. The most important thing that I will ever be is just some guy from a little town because if I can be just some guy from a little town and develop a platform and have an impact, so can anybody else because I ain't special. They're scared to death that the people wake up and realize that truth, that you don't have to be a big shot, you don't have to be special, you just have to take stock of what you can control, figure out what you can do and leverage it to the fullest extent possible and then fight with all your heart. That's how we take back our nation. That's why one person can make an impact. That's why it's so important that the word get out. That's why they have to censor all of us, including local papers. And that's also why they're so afraid. Because they know that we can help facilitate Donald Trump getting back in. And if Donald Trump does get back in, there's going to be hell to pay. I'll tell you that right now, folks. The only thing, I, I'll tell you what, I can't wait. I hope Trump puts Flynn in the, right in the top of things. And because uh, I'll tell you, between Trump and Flynn, they'll have some hats rolling. It'll be good stuff. Support us on the Tom Renz Show. Share this show. Share the America Out Loud Network and TomRenz.com. Tom Renz, Renz Law on GoFundMe. We'll be right back. Change in the world one person at a time. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system to keep our bodies free from harmful bacteria, viruses, and toxins become less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe. 
air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com. back everybody and welcome to the stack of stuff segment where we go through a large stack of stuff that has a number of topics and they are the important topics for the day why because we say they are right okay well maybe not but we're we're going with it right uh headline texas gets big court victory judge grants motion to leave river barriers under emergency stay so What's going on here is you've got a bunch of people crossing the Rio Grande into Texas, uh, the the illegals crossing from Mexico, and there's a lot of problems with it, right? I mean, the the real it's actually dangerous. You know, people drown, people die. They, I mean, it's just not a good thing. Uh, you know, they jump in there, they swim across the river or whatever. Depends on where, and some parts of the river are very dangerous, and they do. I mean, frequently you'll see kids getting washed down the river. Uh, you know, kids dying, you know, it's really, I mean, it's a horrible thing. And, uh, I mean, we see even our own border patrol and local law enforcement, you know, when they see a kid washing down the river, whether they're illegal or not, you know, these guys jump in and try and save them. They put their own lives at risk. So this whole thing is just a disaster. I mean, get, put illegal immigration aside. This is stupid, right? It's just a bad decision. So Texas puts up a barrier in the river and says, you know, hey, you aren't going to be able to get through, which is a really good idea, right? That works. It's going to be harder to get through if you've got a barrier. So hopefully that will be preventative and people will choose not to go into the river and try and swim across. And naturally, because Joe Biden is a big fat piece of crap, uh, Joe Biden doesn't like this. And so the Biden administration sues. And a federal judge in Austin, uh, a day order, a day earlier, had issued an order and said that the the barriers had to be uh, had to be gone. Right. Um, well, uh, I don't know if he said did they have. Anyways, they well they had to be gone or moved. But anyways, the the judge come back with this request for a stay on that, and said you know hey, stay is granted. So that means that Texas, when they grant a stay, it means that Texas doesn't have to remove this border, uh, fencing, wall, buoys, whatever it is. Um, the Fifth Circuit said that uh, they, they got to move it a little bit closer to the, to the American side because it was arguably in Mexican waters. But the, the buoys can stay. So that's a big deal because that means that at least for a while, there's people that aren't going to try and swim across there and get killed doing it. I think it's a win for humanitarian reasons. I think it's a win for, you know, keeping the illegals out. I think there's a lot of reasons this is a win. It's a good thing. Uh, yeah, the thing that's really, uh, really, really shocking to me is that Biden would challenge us. You know, of all the things he could challenge, the river buoys is actually kind of a safety thing. There's probably fewer people crossing that way. 
And yeah, I don't know. It's just why would you challenge that? Other than he's a piece of crap. Biden's a piece of crap. He's a turd. Anyway, so that that's that. I think it's a good thing. Fifth Circuit's got to stay. It, it's not a win. It's not a win. It's just a stay. It just means they don't have to take these out right now, and they're going to do a full hearing, and we'll see what happens. But for right now, uh, it's a temporary win. I'd call it a temporary victory. Okay, headline. Uh, this one less newsy and just something that I like to see. Self-proclaimed atheist dies and has radical experience that converts him to believing in God. Uh, every now and then you see these, and I think that's really an interesting thing. I mean, you know, obviously I'm a God guy, and this uh, it is what it is, but um, I don't know the details of how it works. I just figure I die, and one way or another, I end up where I need to be. Well, Jose Hernandez was an avowed atheist, and uh, he didn't yeah let's let's distinguish for anybody that doesn't know an atheist is someone that thinks that that's a whole bunch of hooey i don't want to hear it right they don't want to hear it uh there's people who just don't know whether to believe they're kind of lukewarm atheists are against it they just no it's all hooey so uh hernandez just thought it was all hooey and uh then he died and came back the the uh, he was on the table and yeah, I don't know, whatever, whatever happened, he died. Uh, he was clinically dead and, uh, they, they brought him back. Uh, but during that, as he was dying, uh, he, he apparently said that he found himself contemplating God and making a promise. If you get me through this, I'll change. He said, then he noticed a mysterious presence in the room, the shadow standing by the door. And then he thought, I've endured so much in life. Perhaps it's fine to let go. And then the shadow touched him. This is his story. And he said he felt an overwhelming sense of relief, calm, peace, and love. He said it was euphoric. And uh, the medical professionals were doing CPR and trying to bring him back. He said, as that happened, this shadow spoke to him and said, that he uh, found himself suspended in the corner of the room, observing the resuscitation efforts. And the voice said, think of your body as a car. He says, this vehicle's traveled 8 million miles, and there's nothing more we can do to fix it. It's time to bid farewell to your body, the voice instructed. It's okay. It's time to move on. Um, And so Hernandez goes through this, and he he talks about his experience. And obviously, uh, he made it back. Uh, and it's no longer an atheist. Go figure. I yeah. uh, died, and well, I guess that's a good If someone's going to change your opinion on anything, I guess dying will do it. All right. Um, headline, notorious lefty grifter completely misses the mark again with clueless gotcha rant about the right. And this is funny to me because I love when I see these leftists and they think they've got, uh, you know, something super clever to say. And they put their little gotchas. Oh, we got you. We got you on this. We got you on that. And, uh, you know, that's kind of what we've got here is we've got this guy. Um, he, he, he's just not that bright, right? So you've got uh, Joe from Jers says Republicans, 
The left wants to impose mask mandates because they want to control your life. Also, Republicans, the government has the right to decide what gender you are, who you love or marry, which books you can read, and what you can or cannot do with your own bodies. Of course. Uh, and an article says everyday Americans don't believe it. So we've got this this you know, thing talking about what they're doing. And uh, the response was none of the mainstream Republican politicians are pushing against mainstream against gay, gay marriage. Porn doesn't belong in elementary school. Government doesn't decide gender chromosomes do. And uh, your attempts to divide and smear are just boring at this point. So I got that kind of a boot out of that because, you know, this whole thing is ridiculous. You know, they want to, uh, th- this was just a sad attempt to kind of divide and to smear and to uh, cause some problems. And I just thought it was a bit ridiculous, folks. Uh, so there's a bunch of tweets in here related to this. Um, but it was, a, it was a pretty interesting article. So I, I, ask you to check out you read all the tweets here it's good stuff though i always like when someone says something stupid and uh you know people call them out on it i get a boot out of that i don't know all right lead author of cochran mask review responds to fauci's dismissal of evidence right because anthony fauci who is the science doesn't actually need to follow the science if you are science how would you follow yourself right so when, when science is presented to Anthony Fauci that Anthony Fauci disagrees with, clearly it's not science because he didn't come up with it. So since he is the science, uh, he wouldn't need to follow it, right? All right. Uh, Fauci said this weekend that, quote, there's no doubt that masks work. Okay. I mean, I should stop there. There's no doubt. Fauci, you said they don't work. You're, this guy is such a liar and such a crook. I mean, Anthony Fauci is the biggest piece of garbage on the planet. He might be worse than Joe Biden. Him and Joe Biden together in a room just means the room needs firebombed. Uh, not, I mean, not not really. You can't commit violence against people, but it's just terrible. You know, I mean, it's just terrible. These people are garbage. Uh uh, Fauci says different studies give different percentages of advantage of wearing it, but there's no doubt that the weight of the studies indicate benefit of wearing masks, uh, except for that's not true. So uh, the 2023 Cochrane Review found no evidence that physical interventions like face masks stop viral transmission. And that's true. We knew that before the Cochrane Review. We actually knew that in 2020 before masks were implemented because I presented the studies in a case that I filed in 2020 to a court and they were peer reviewed studies verified by a doctor. So they, you know, they were, they were good, right? We knew this, we knew that it was garbage, but Fauci's still out there lying about it because that's what he gets paid to do is lie. Uh, You know, just because he's not employed by the government anymore, doesn't mean he's not a liar. Thus the perjury charges that have been recommended against him. I mean, and when do you trust a liar? I mean, what has he not lied about, folks? What else is there? What what other lies do we need to find out from Anthony Fauci before we're like, okay, that's enough? All right. So this is this is just ridiculous. It, this guy goes on and talks about this, but uh, 
Yeah, I get a boot out of this. It might be that Fauci is relying on trash studies, said Jefferson. Many of them are observational, some cross-sectional. And some actually use modeling. That's not strong evidence. No, 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 no. Don't give Fauci the benefit of the doubt. The only thing Fauci's doing is screwing the American people because he doesn't believe in truth in any way, shape, or form. All right. Fauci's a crook. That's the end of it, period. Uh, and, uh, you know, this, this is a good article. It's in Brownstone, so it's worth reading. But, you know, it's just moral of the story. Fauci's a crook. All right. Two Catholic universities among the five worst campuses for free speech. Yes. My church sucks, folks. I'm Catholic. I'm proud of the attendance and the things that the Catholic Church was built on. But my church sucks. You know, I was, I, uh, I think I mentioned in a previous show, I spent some time with the Islamic community up in the Detroit area. And uh, one, someone asked me why it is that every terrorist is pointed to as an Islamic terrorist. And, you know, there certainly are a number of, of terrorists that, uh, you know, were of Islamic origin. Um, but it led me to this. I mean, and I actually said, I actually said to him, I said, well, listen, uh, if you guys got the terrorists, I got the pedophiles. So, yeah, <laughs> the Catholic pedophiles, the Islamic terrorists, I guess if we're going to start calling names, we might as well call everybody names. And I don't know which one's worse. Um, I, I don't think that being Islamic makes you a terrorist any more than I think being Catholic makes you a pedophile. But, uh, you know, if we're going to call names, uh, you know, I thought it's kind of a funny thing, but. Uh, anyways, so the, these Catholic colleges are the worst for free speech protections. I mean, no, sh no kidding. No kidding. When you've got a pope that's out there pushing just absolute garbage, I don't think there's any, any question, uh, you know, that, that you're going to have problems. But uh, Georgetown, you know, where Anthony Fauci works, uh, and Fordham University in New York, bottom. Shocker. Shocker. Now, these guys are just, I don't know. The corruption is unbelievable, folks. I just don't know. Um, all right. Uh, U.S. spy agencies to launch smart clothing under the guise of better health monitoring. Yes, that's right, folks. According to the Armed Forces Communications and Electronics Association, Smart pants could revolutionize the Internet of Things, collecting data to help intelligence, medical, and sports communities. I don't think I want smart pants. Uh, you know, I'm going to be real honest. I don't really want the government or anybody else collecting information about what's happening in my pants. <laughs> it's just, I mean, who the hell would wear this, folks? I, this is just a terrible idea. I, who... It, yeah, I, I really, I want you to put some computers in my drawers so you can see, you monitor everything. I, you need to monitor we, everything, right down to what's going on in my pants. I don't know. Fo folks, really? Really? But it'll keep you healthier, so you should definitely put a computer in your pants. I mean, does anybody on the planet think that this isn't about just getting more information on people? I mean... The government's smart e-pants program works to create clothing with integrated audio, video, and geolocation sensor systems that feature the same stretchability, bendability, washability, comfort of regular textiles. Well, by golly, folks, 
you can track what's happening on my pants. You can you see what's happening in my pants. You can hear what's happening in my pants, and you know right where my pants are. That sounds great. That sounds, I want the government to know all of that, and I hope that that makes it to my pants soon so that I can have them tell me. But don't, Vanguard and BlackRock are backing it. They like it. I mean, I don't know. I just, spy pants. They just spy in my my drawers. Oh, my God. There's so many directions I could go with that, and I'm not going to, but, you know, I don't know. Headline, Breitbart. This one really made me smile. Green fail. Government offshore wind farm auction attracts, ready? Zero bids. Zero. Should I add that up? Do we need to add, I mean, a little bit more? Uh, So that was the sum total of new UK offshore wind projects bought by developers at a key government auction Thursday as renewable energy groups shunned the sector as unviable, even with heavy subsidies. Okay, so let's talk about this, right? Uh, my dad had windmills, so I know a little bit about them. I think it's neat. I mean, it's a neat alternative, but they work rarely, and they're always broken. And they've always been this way, right? I mean, you know, the old windmills that they used to grind grain that were mechanical, that's one thing. But as a power generator, they suck. They suck. Yeah, the thing about windmills is they're expensive to fix. And if you do a big offshore farm, they're even more expensive to deal with. If there's a problem, you've got to send someone on a boat who then will climb to the top of the windmill and then do whatever work there needs. And if anything needs replaced, they've got to ship something. And then they have to get whatever they're shipping to the top of the windmill out in the middle of the ocean and then get it into place. And yeah, when I was a kid, I used to work on the big, tall radio towers. I used to do that kind of work for a job. Let me tell you about working on a tower. Everything's hard. Everything. I mean, it's tiring to get up and down, even if there's an elevator. Being up there is tiring. Pulling stuff up, if you got to get stuff up, is just a nightmare. There's no heavy equipment to help you move heavy things. Everything about working on a tower is hard and miserable. There's no way that an offshore wind farm is going to be a good viable solution. They break. They're made with moving parts that inherently break. There's no way. This is a terrible idea. Oh, well, folks. Green is stupid. Support us at TomRens.com. Share the Tom Ren Show on the America Out Loud Network. We will see you soon. <laughs>